0: Welcome to the Marketing Expedition Podcast, an auditory journey through the latest in marketing, branding, and advertising. Now, here's your Marketing Expedition Guide, Ray Allen.
1: On this week's episode of the Marketing Expedition Podcast, we are going to replay the marketing trends for the new year event from my presentation that I got to speak in front of people in person and on Zoom. We had all kinds of wonderful speakers and sponsors, including Brian Urquhart from Strategist, and he is an expert on audience targeting, measurement, and digital advertising, and had all of the latest trends on OTT, over-the-top advertising, as well as connected television and display advertising, a lot of great insights and things that are happening, that are going to be happening this next new year. We also had Nick Alger from IBL Events, one of Idaho's largest producers of live and virtual events. Then we had Kim Sherman-Labram from the SBDC, Small Business Development Center. She's been there since 1998 and has been a business consultant for a lot of years, since 2012, and she had wonderful things to share about the Google Analytics 4 that's coming out. All of these will be on the replays in themarketingexpedition.com in the community and you can join and watch all the replays from the New Marketing Trends for the New Year event. And then now today you get to hear all about the New Marketing Trends for the New Year that I presented, that our team and I worked on putting together for you so that you could have all the latest and greatest and the tips and tools and tactics that you can take. And I'm hoping that you get some good takeaways that you can use in your marketing plan and strategy for this year. And of course, if you want help with your marketing plan, you can always come to us. Go to peppershock.com audit. We start off with a marketing audit to see all the things that you've been doing and what to stop, start, keep, or tweak. I also wanna give a huge shout out to our wonderful sponsors of the event. Without them, it couldn't be possible. So Idaho Central Credit Union, one of Idaho's largest credit unions, as well as Unbound Library from the Meridian Library District. They partnered with us to help us spread the word and share all about the things that they do at Unbound with 3D printing and prototyping. It's not your typical library, right? They do large format printing, posters, banners, they have a CNC machine, they've got woodworking, laser engravers, a rotary, they can do mugs and glasses and have a sound studio for podcasting, of course, and voiceovers, they've got a meeting space and they use a suite, a circuit, car details with all kinds of stuff. They have a heat press, lots of inexpensive ways to be able to get your prototype out there. If you are an inventor or need some help with your projects or becoming an entrepreneur, all of these wonderful things that they offer, as well as BBSI. They are a payroll and HR service company. We use BBSI to help process all of our payroll at Pepper Shock, and then they help with a lot of other things in regarding to HR as well. So big shout out to ICCU, Idaho Central Credit Union, IBL Events. SBDC, Small Business Development Center, uh, Meridian Libraries, Unbound Library, as well as BBSI. Big thank you to all of them that participated in one way or helped us and contributed. Lots of good information for business owners and professionals and leaders and all the things that you are. So thank you, and um, with that, let's get into the presentation about new marketing trends for the new year. Year, right?
2: We Now I can tie it all together and help you build your brand and your bottom line by thinking about the trends that we have gone through. So I'm going to take a look back for this last year, a couple of the trends that we saw, and then we'll take a look forward. So this last year, we definitely saw the uh, doubling down on digital, tripling down on digital. Social media obviously is here to stay. And if you're not on the different platforms that your audience is on, that's something that we definitely will recommend and, and help do but these kind of things are happening live content was a huge boom in 2022 if you haven't seen a facebook live or now linkedin does live there's a select few people get to do it but there's some of us who do and it's it's coming it's coming Uh, all of the live things that were happening and then now there's all kinds of new new socials that are out there too and we'll talk about that but 80 percent would rather watch a video than read a blog and it's really interesting. People will watch the subtitles, right, on a video before they'll actually read a whole long blog or content or captions and all those types of things. So thinking about trends that we're seeing more and more of, uh, thinking about how you can make a video audio agnostic without the sound, because not everybody turns the sound up. They'll read the text, or if they're laying in bed and they don't want to, you know, disturb their partner, they will watch videos with the subtitles on, not that I know anything about that <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but it happens. And so that is um, more and more trending, unless it's like TikTok or the ones that it's normal to have the audio up, but it seems like if you can create content that has, uh, it can still tell the story without the audio, they're doing better. Influencers are dominating the game. So we realized that influencers are kind of the macro people who can then share your message because they're of your audience. We're finding some unusual partnerships that you wouldn't otherwise think of that can then talk about you, your brand, and help accelerate word of mouth, even if it's an endorsement, even if it is sponsored or promoted message. We're seeing a lot more of the influencers. Uh, but I will tell you a word to the wise, make sure the people that you pick to choose to do be your influencers, have a good track record, have, you know, maybe not necessarily a criminal record. (laughs) Uh, Because those are some things that you want to look at and vet who it is that you're influencing. And there are platforms and tools now that you can use to help you match, do like matchmaking services for influencers. So a lot more of that's happening and we're seeing more and more of that. And establishing those relationships, I mean, online and in person are still key to helping you in the coming year. Snapchat has grown a lot. There's 363 million worldwide users as of when we did this, but being able to advertise on uh, Snapchat is now 2.5 billion in 2022. Um, It's pretty easy to set up. Depending on who your target audience is, Snapchat is generally going to be the, the younger demographic, but get them in while they're young, so they'll grow with your brand as you grow your company. It's relatively cost-effective and you're reaching the people that you want to reach that if that's in your target demographic. Uh, but there's all kinds of fun things that are happening with Snapchat. You can do things like driving your traffic, uh, drive installs to that you might have, or drive the views, uh, or just grow your awareness. Um, so Snapchat's another trend we're seeing. And then Twitter, <laughs> what happened? Elon Musk bought out Twitter, and it kind of had this mass exodus of people leaving to other platforms like Paradigm or Parad, whatever it's called, I'll, I'll come up with it, um, and Mastodon or Mastodon, all these other ones, right? And now there's Be Real, and we'll talk about that. Lots of new socials that are popping up now. And you know, the bad, he laid off thousands of employees and engineers, and stocks plummeted. In fact, his also because they were, he was splitting his time. So that's kind of the bad of it. But the good of it, that, re, that kind of, you know, he does have some, <laughs> some strategy to what he's doing, but he is making it more interactive than ever before. And users have more control over their information and more content can be posted than before. So we'll see, but kind of the jury's still out about what's going to happen and how it's going to evolve. I know my 17-year-old son, Connects with college football coaches and it's a recruiting tool more than ever before. It's the one and only thing that he's really been able to send direct messages, and that's a whole nother world. So um, it's still out there, it's still happening. But let's look ahead and to this year. How many of you are on TikTok? Great. More and more growing. Okay. It's interesting because more and more businesses are using TikTok, all the while our government agencies are shutting down TikTok and not allowing anybody. And now it's also being stated that universities are not also going to allow TikTok because of the fear that China is going to use all of our information. So there is some interesting things happening with TikTok, but a lot of people are making a lot of money from TikTok, being influencers. Um, Interestingly enough, I just read an article how um, a nurse lost her job because she was giving advice on TikTok. And she'd always have a disclaimer and everything, but the company that said that, well, you're not, you're now competing with us. So we can't have you working for her it anymore. It's a conflict of interest, which is really interesting because she had signed a waiver to say that, you know, social media, you know, all this stuff that she was making money from it. Well, what do you think that did? It just spurred her wanting to do more. And now she's, you know, got 6 million followers yeah, and yeah. she's just making a lot of money. And she's kind of saying, ha. <laughs> So just lots of things going on in TikTok. Using short video and reaching a specific audience, a lot of social media platforms will have the um, ephemeral or the 24-hour, you know, where you can post, post your stories. Stories are seen more than anything else now because people will just watch them. are short little clips that are happening. They're utilizing stories and for advertisers because it's kind of like people are just watching it. And sure they might get around to scrolling past it, but if you have engaging content and you can capture people's attention and it's something that doesn't necessarily look like an ad right away, they're be highly, highly effective. And with advertising, you can have links in there where they can now click on to drive traffic. So we were talking about conversions earlier, driving all the traffic that's happening. So you know, using the different tools that are out there to be able to have stories on a regular ongoing basis. Um, more and more the scheduling tools are allowing us to actually even schedule stories, which before we couldn't. Uh, So that's a new trend that's happening where we can schedule. Um, We use an agency platform that we've, um, it's white labeled, we call it Pepper Post, and we can schedule all of our Uh socials for all of our clients. They can, you know, comment, they can give us, you know, their feedback, they can approve the posts and everything. And so we're constantly getting updates and things like that and now we can schedule tiktok and we can schedule you know all the things that are coming down and all the new socials and google my business and all the things that are out there to schedule we can do that of course instagram now allows us to schedule too for a long time because they wanted it instant they stuff instant they allow us to do that as well so it's just a nice platform to be able to schedule i know some people use hootsuite or social post or any of those but This one that we get to use has all the analytics, has about one dashboard, all of the comments, all of the DMs that we get from all of our clients all in one place, which is super nice. There's just a lot of things happening with short video and being able to relate to the audiences because we're using these tools to understand and use some artificial intelligence to understand when to schedule the posts. actually the tool will take over and recommend when we want to post the schedules because it starts to identify with the audience and when the audience is the most active or engaging and so for every client it schedules out posts at different times because it analyzes your audience which is pretty cool so no more having to try to schedule on you know try to guess what the best day to schedule your posts are it'll do it for you which is really pretty cool. So this is another um, thing that's growing, Be Real. How many of you are on Be Real? Three or four? Okay, I know you are. (laughs) You and I get to share all the time. So Be Real is just in the moment. You you have like, it'll give you a warning. You have, you know, two minutes to post your Be Real and whatever you're doing, it'll have a picture of you and whatever you post. And it goes out to the people that your friends are following you and you can invite other people to do it too. The interesting fun thing is that I am on Be Real with my 15-year-old's girlfriend. <laughs> so I get to see what's going on. It's brilliant. brilliant. I know. But he refuses to get on it because mom's on it. And <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm doing research, so, you know... <laughs> So yeah, so it's kind of funny. Yeah, they were they went to Flying In Coffee Garage yesterday and we, we you know, exchanged be-reels. And so I was preparing for today and I posted my be-reel about, you know, this. And so he came home and he said, mom, quit, quit posting to my girlfriend. I'm like, aha, ha!" has been fun. She posted a be-reel with him. So I was like, hey, how was your date at Flying <laughs> In? Anyway, so it's a great way to connect with your audience. It's in the moment. I'm not quite sure how they're going to monetize it yet. It's kind of new, so we'll have to see how that works. But brands can get on and do things that if you're doing events, like right now, I can post a it, be reel. Let's see if it's time. You can only post like once a day, I think it is. Let me see when it comes up again, it'll tell me. So it's not quite ready yet, so when it does, I'll let you know. <laughs> so yeah, there's lots of things there. Gaming is a new way to advertise, and you can get it very geo-targeted too. You know, you can use the... <laughs> For whatever reason, people just love to watch other people play gaming games, right? I don't get yeah. this, but I get I mean. <laughs> but mean it is a way for people to advertise and put information out there. A lot of people are spending time, especially since the pandemic, right? People had a lot of time to game. Well, that's carried over. People are gaming and they're having competitions and they're, you know, championships and gaming and gaming and gaming. So um, now you can do lots of interesting things using gaming, even in a geographic area. So another trend that we're watching and then Pinterest is, I think, the third largest search engine tool on the internet, right? Next to Google and YouTube. Of course, they're owned by the same company. But Pinterest is another platform that um, we're seeing a lot more growing. It kind of like reinvented itself. In a way. Yeah. How many of you are on Pinterest? Pretty much all of you. Okay. Pinterest is interesting because. You can post and it doesn't even have to look like an advertisement. It can be informational. It can drive traffic to your website. People sometimes don't even know that they're having an image that's on Pinterest that's on embedded in your website. And so it can kind of do the cyclical thing where you are now getting sucked into Pinterest uh, put a timer on, clear, clear <laughs> same with TikTok, you know, if you're going to spend time on TikTok, going down the rabbit holes, because TikTok has done really good at being able to serve you content that it thinks you want to see, which is interesting because my my 12 year old at the time, now he's 15, set me up on, on TikTok, but he set it up, and, oh, you got to follow this, you got to follow this. Well, he's really interested in cars and Pokemon. So for a little while, TikTok had to figure out that I was not necessarily all, I mean, that's interesting. But probably not how that was thoughts to. So, so he, you know, kind of maybe, uh, bucked the system just a little bit, but now, uh, TikTok's got me figured out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I also noticed that uh, you can monetize stuff on Pinterest now. Yeah. That, uh, like- thing. It is. I mean, there's lots of different ways to, to think about, you know, either advertising mm-hmm. or monetizing affiliate links, right? And then people kind of like Etsy, you know, you can sell your stuff on Etsy, most mm-hmm. of on Pinterest too, because people look and get ideas and create mood boards and inspiration boards and all kinds of things. So um, yeah, Pinterest is another uh, interesting tool. It's relatively cost-effective. We're finding, I think, originally they wanted you to have you know a minimum spend, but now I think they're kind of realizing that people in small businesses, they're going to spend with you um, You know what would be realistic for us to spend. That is another area to look at. If you haven't already in your business, how could you use it? A lot of people will post quotes or quotable moments or products or services or testimonials, those types of things. And you can also use video on Pinterest too. But I will tell you the, the layout of Pinterest is different than Facebook or Instagram or TikTok. So you have to render out what you're doing to each specific platform. And think about each specific platform and the audience that you're serving and what kind of information and content. I know Nick talked about repurposing content. Think about how you're going to repurpose it for each of the platforms that you're wanting to utilize, especially for the target audience that you're going after. And we also know that like a people like that are on these uh, different, besides just Facebook, right? They're growing in other areas as well. So thinking about the target demographic and how you can advertise specifically to each demographic that you're after. And we give up so much information um, as users and then for marketers, it's lovely because now we can really target who we're going after. I mean, I know Brian, but that, that is the analytics team is all over it because they want to make sure that they're serving the ad to the right place, at the right time. And, We use Brian a lot with what we're doing with our clients and doing the omnichannel cross-platforms in multiple different ways, testing the messaging, and then seeing what works, what doesn't work, what kind of, you know, fonts we want to use, what images we want to use, what categories or filters we want to use, and then when we get it dialed in, then we can spend more money, right? So it's really nice to be able to test it all out and do that A-B testing or different iteration. We talked a lot earlier about artificial intelligence, so I'm not going to go too much into that. But I will say that another trend is voice search optimization. So you can use the Jasper, or it used to be called Jarvis, but they, you know, Marvel said, no, you can't call it Jarvis. You have to call it Jasper now. You can do things like the frequently asked questions, because what do people, when they want to search for something... Hey Siri. Hey Siri. Right. <laughs> and what usually is the first thing that you say when you want to, to search for something? I know, right? <laughs> you know, hey Google or Alexa. Right. You're usually asking it a question. So if you're now optimizing your websites, not just for search engine optimization, but for voice search engine optimization, yes. right? Then now your site's going to get served higher because now you you've asked a question. So that's why frequently asked questions are so great because then you've got content that's in the form of a question and then your answer. And so the more you can optimize for voice search optimization, well, that's hard to say, and driving in your car, right? So you're asking car questions with Siri or Alexa or whatever car smart device you have, if it's iPhone or Android or whatever. Some of these cars too have that capability of being able to answer questions. A lot of times I'll ask you question, I can't do that right now, you're driving. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you can ask it questions and you know, if you're driving along, where's the gas station near me, right? And then and, and if you're optimizing yourself, where's the best hair, hair salon near me, for example? Whatever it is that you're asking, it's gonna serve up those that are optimized based on your answer that you're looking for. And so if you can think about how you can use a frequently asked question, section on your website and have that highly optimized, we use a couple of tools to make sure that we're not doing things like keyword stuffing and making it, you know, to where all of the bots that are searching don't, you know, what we want to make it friendly for our bots to say, oh yes, we're going to serve that up for you because this is friendly and this is what relevancy and, and all those things are to the user that wants to have them. So that's another trend that we're seeing a lot more. I think area is gonna continue to explode with artificial intelligence and being able to answer questions based on your queries of what you're asking it to do. But yeah, I mean, to, to Brian's point earlier, now we're so connected in all of the devices. We have Google Home in our house. For Christmas, I did get the thermostat, and I got the ring camera, so people are going to don't know whatever it is. There's just so much going on in connectivity and being able to tie it all together and using voice search. And I do have to train the one in the living room, not to listen to the one in the kitchen. I'll ask Google <laughs> the one in the kitchen and the one in the living room voice search, so I got to figure that out. But... <laughs> And they're relatively, you know, cost effective. You can get those little, you know, Google minis for not that much anymore. So um, they're smart because they want to continue to put this out there. If you listen to Spotify or Pandora or any of those things on all your connected devices. You can have ads, and it can be very tailored based on the programs that you want. So if I say, "Hey Google, play '90s alternative music," yeah. on you know Spotify or Pandora or whatever. It's going to automatically know that I'm, you know, a 90s kid. Um, it's going to know a lot about me and the station that it's going to have. And it can do it geographically, and by zip code or by, you know, pin drops even. And it's going to share it. So Fred Meyer, right? I shop at Fred Meyer. It knows it's going to connect me with my phone, my everywhere. So that's a lot with what we get to work with and do. And think about the strategy and the copywriting and all the things and the imagery. And if it's, you know, on a connected device that you can see versus, Audio, right? So lots of trends going on with voice search optimization and voice search advertising, right? Other things that are happening, I say automate what you hate. I say "Uh, measure what you treasure, automate what you hate, dump dump what what you don't. don't. (laughs) Yep, yep. So yeah, measure what you treasure, dump what you don't, automate what you hate. Okay, so lots of things happening with scheduled, scheduled posting and responding through these apps that you can use. Another thing that's happening is each of the platforms kind of caught on to say, oh, people want to schedule their stuff. So in the business platform, business application uh, with Facebook, and now it's starting to in-app natively inside the app, you can schedule things out as well. And we found that if you have a private Facebook group, for example, you have to schedule and do things specifically in the group. You can't do an outside third party to schedule things for you. So now... Got, they got smart finally and said, oh, people want to schedule things. <laughs> Maybe if we schedule things, they'll promote and post things more. So now in our Facebook group, which by the way, if you're not a member of, it's free to join. It's the Marketing Expedition Members Group, powered by shop, You can go in there and I've got some automated prompts. You know, we, we want to say, okay, what are some marketing motivation? It's Marketing Motivation Monday. Give us, give us some things that you're motivated to do. Or it's, you know, Business Builder Day of your your url just different things that we can do to engage in the group and it's all automated now i can post it i can send it and then you know i'll go back and look at the comments and and things like that but it's much easier now to manage the content in a lot of different ways and now tying in jasper or cgp chat hb gpt thank you (laughs) Uh, You can, you can tell it, okay, write a post about, you know, top 10 marketing tips, for example, because I wanted to try it out and same thing like with uh, what Nick did, you can spit out some content, different variations of it, you can schedule it and it's wonderful. So those are some things that are happening now that are trending. There it is, GPT, (laughs) thank you. So, I mean, I'm not going to necessarily go into it now just from the interest of time, but you can ask it lots of different things. Um, I actually asked, I asked the program, what does chat GPT do? And it like spit out all the things that it is capable of doing, which is incredible. Um, but yeah, it's uh, to their point earlier, I also teach at YC State two marketing classes and national student advertising competition class because to a national brand. Anyway, I have an assignment for them to compare what it's like to use these tools versus doing your own thing, right? And so I want them to see the difference so that we can kind of understand it, but also recognize and acknowledge <laughs> that it's out there. So it'll be interesting to see how it goes. So here's here's another thing. Jordan and the team put in a little QR code just to show some interactivity. There's another a way to implement it. I know Nick said Jasper, but there's IBM Watson, which is another another tool that's out there. People know that IBM's been around for a long time, so they're always trying to stay on the leading edge. So ranking in IDC's AI market for 20. 20 market share, number one, it was ranked, which is you know three years ago already, it was ranked number one. So there's lots of different opportunities to be able to do that. You can just open up the page and see how you might like it or not. So there's new apps, new things to look out for. There's another social called Hive. That one, I, I, I've tested it out. It's certainly not for me, but... It could be for other, other generations. I'm not quite sure yet how they're gonna advertise and monetize it, but those are some other ones. Mastodon, is a, it's kind of when everyone did the mass exit from Twitter, people ended up on Mastodon, I think. Um, and some others too, but those are some other social media trending apps that are out there. Not that you need just one more app, but there could be something that could be of value as people grow and go into these. RET is going to be another app, and then others. There's going to be a lot of apps that people are still continuously do. I think the last time I read, I don't remember how many Apple apps they, they were doing. I happen to know the person who was responsible for approving the first 50,000 Apple apps himself, and then they had to grow, right, over time. <laughs> Obviously, not a whole app division, but, and these apps will help you manage stats like views, likes, clicks, and, you know, see what you need to modify see what works for you. What doesn't work? What do you like? What do you don't like? And those are some kind of trends that are happening and the up and coming. So we'll see what kind of rises to the top and what, you know, makes more sense to continue to filter out, right? So we can't do all things. can't be all things to all people. We need to figure out what's going to work for us and continue to work on. So yeah, these are kind of the the things to think about. Uh, I like to implement smarter goals. Not just smart goals, but smarter. So when you think about what you want to do for 2023, what is it that specifically you can do? What can you measure? So measurable tactic that you might take. Is it achievable? Is it relevant? Is it something that's going to be relevant to you, to your company, to your brand, to what it is that you're doing? Is it your employees? Is it employer or employee branding, are you recruiting? Are you retaining? What are you doing? Um, building the brand from the inside out, right? Is it timed? So give a deadline. Maybe some milestones, right? Mm-hmm. Some smaller milestones than a deadline. And then is it ethical, right? We want to have ethics in advertising. We want to have ethics in business. Yeah. And then record it. Where can you put it? So the R is recorded. It's kind of hard to see right here. But record it. What can you do to put it out there and up? Uh, at Peppershock we have a big board that we write them all out on note cards because kind of the, the act of actually writing something out is more committed to memory than not. <laughs> so we write them all out and we have some really creative people at Peppershock. So they will draw pictures and images to kind of remember what their smarter goals are and what they want to accomplish for each of their areas of focus. So we think about what can we do to help grow us forward, continue to grow our brands, and build that bottom line that we're after. So think about, just for a second, what is it that something you wanna do after all of today, all the things, there's so many of them, that you can focus maybe on your top three, what is something that you want to implement, try, you know, stop, start, keep, or tweak? What's something that you're gonna either start, stop doing so that you can make room for something new, keep or tweak doing? Anyone care to share? What's something you want to do? Yeah. Oh, more video. More, more video. video. I'm yeah. old. I'm old. So I was like, do I do it? But more video. Goal. So, you could use your comedy. <laughs> yeah. The comedian. Very good. Um, what else? Anybody else want to venture on something that you'd like to do? Embrace AI. Embrace <laughs> as a person who writes for a living. <laughs> That's right. We need a lot of topics sitting for us. But you know what? You can use it tier. Right. Yes. The yes. yes. There you go. There you go. Well, let me just do, go back. So we you want to implement video. Let's give it a specific date. What, what are you going to do to measure it? Measure what you treasure. It'll probably be for social media. I'm going to start in the in the spring. We're right kind of in our dorm period I'm with birding and parks, and recreation. So we're kind of asleep for we're just cleaning up from Christmas, catching our breath. And we'll Start with unplugging the outside. It's a week week long um series of free events and activities to get people up off the couch and out of their houses and to explore the parks and potentially hobbies and whatnot. So that's that's where we'll be we'll okay. Um I can add that sounds like a great opportunity to match up with the local influencer. Yeah, yeah, I, I can really. your video and your lighting Hello, and all stuff. Yeah. 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 yeah, they're very good. Yeah, definitely. So uh, time-based, when do you anticipate having something, when do, you, when do you want to post your very first video that you're going to do because of a result of this session that you had today? Uh-huh. Is this first the chicken or the egg? Uh-huh. <laughs> do you want to use the video to quote these upcoming free events, or are we are we using it on the, in the moment to capture the fun and show the people... See what you missed. You better get with us. And go, you know, oh, next time uh, yeah. it's we figure that. out. Yeah. right, we'll have to figure out how, how can we use video for that. And then the second element, time-wise, is video that's shot during the actual events. Maybe second team oh, so, oh, so, so maybe the first time-based measurement could be that you figure out a strategy, a plan, a budget, estimate, all that kind of stuff. So that, oh, that's your first oh, one. Oh, uh, who, who else cares to share? One more. I'll share. Yeah. So, I have a, a small family owned business up in McCall with Vacation House. And uh, there's three of us. <laughs> and I'm responsible for the marketing. So, uh, and I'm definitely afraid of social media. I know very little about it. Um, so, what my goal is to get with Kim to optimize my website and the SEO work. Okay. And then um, adopt AI because I do have a creative streak in me. Um, so, adopt AI and learn the basics of social media so that I can uh, get a lot more visibility on our uh, what we have to offer. And then bring in enough money through that to be able to hire you. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't want to have to do this all myself. Well, that leads yeah. me, and you, you just teed me up very nicely. <laughs> well, one of the things that we're going to offer to you is um, a month free on the Marketing Expedition website. We're going to um, pull out the offer for you to join the marketingexpedition.com uh, membership site. And on that site is all kinds of trainings and things that we have recorded over the last years. And we've, we've done Facebook 101, 201, and we just do them every single month. And there's podcasts that are every week. Lots of downloadables, lots of good information for you to continue to do. Then the other thing is for those of you who want marketing help, in some way, we do a marketing audit. If you are interested in having, seeking our help, there's really three levels of what people can go through in their marketing. It's the DIYers, which we're here to support in, in how we can with these you know trainings and webinars and things. There's the done with you, and then there's the done for you right? So the done for yous are the companies that can hire us to help them do everything for them. The done with you is a, a collaborative effort. And a lot of our clients are in that space right now is where we work with them. We work with them and have common goals. We basically become an extension of our marketing team and be able to do the things that they need to get done that they either don't have the time, talent, or treasure to do. <laughs> so sometimes people come to us, they may know how to do it, which, by the way, those are very dangerous people. They know what they're doing, but then they want us to just do it, you know? <laughs> uh, but they they don't have the time to do it, or they don't have the, the time or talent, right? And we do motion graphics and all the fun things that sometimes people don't have the time to do. Okay, so write down RAY10, R-H-E-A, in your discount. Um, you can use that as a promo code um, for the marketing audit, RAY10. R-H-E-A, it looks like Rhea, I promise my name is Ray, my full name is Rihanna, but it's Ray. My grandpa's name is Raymond, my grandma's name is Anna Lucille, so my name is Brianna Lucille, and <laughs> then Just call me Ray, like Ray is fun, sir. Let's turn my niece and nephew and just call me Auntie Ray Ray. <laughs> Would love for you all to join us in one way or another. And with that, I'll leave it open for questions and for you to finish your survey.
0: Thanks for listening to the Marketing Expedition Podcast. Want to continue the journey? Don't miss out on new episodes. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. Wouldn't it be great if there was one place you can go to get all the latest information and tips about marketing and advertising? The Marketing Expedition community is that place.